0: Hey everyone, I was hoping to get this message put together sooner, but things like this unfortunately take time to set up. I just want to say that the acts of war against Ukraine break my heart, and I know as a prior service member myself that my thoughts and prayers go out to everyone who's fighting the fight that they really shouldn't have to. That being said, we have been working behind the scenes with all of our podcasts and podcast partners to put a fund together in order to pay for any refugee housing and other needs that go alongside that, like food, water, and any clothing needs. Internally, many podcasts in the Hospitality FM network have voluntarily given up sponsorship money in order to donate to the cause and are working on a unified message in order to spread throughout all of our podcasts. So this is me calling out to all of our property manager friends, industry experts, and anyone knowing of those providing lodging for Ukrainian refugees seeking safety. You can contact me directly at will, with one L, W-I-L, at SlickTalkMedia.com. We have an internal document that is being updated in real time. So if anyone could share this message within your network, we'd greatly appreciate it. I'm also placing in the show notes a link to our GoFundMe and landing page for Rentals to Rescue. That's rentals, T-O, rescue.com, where we're putting funds together in order to, again, provide finances for any of these lodging and relocation needs. So thank you so much for tuning into this quick message. I hope you guys are all well and safe, as I know we have tons of listeners in Ukraine and other countries in in Europe. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Morning. What's up?
2: What's up from not so sunny yet Los Angeles.
0: Good evening
1: from straight from Dubai.
2: Look how international we are in different places.
0: Now, now we're now back in Denver. Was in Miami for a good week, which was great, but back to the cold. Here we are. So, it's been uh it's been a good week. We had a lot of interesting things happen. Uh, you know, woke up one morning and 12 of our NFTs sold. So that was pretty cool. And then, uh, you know, we're just big and famous and, and, you know, breaking in the dough now as uh, Ethereum keeps uh, going up in price. I mean, down in price, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Either way.
1: But just realize that people are just paying to get a picture of us, right? Or an illustration of us. That's, I don't know. It's an amazing
2: opportunity.
0: We're we're very good (laughs) looking. So it makes sense. I would, I would expect more people to buy us a little shocked that only 12, you know, it's just kind of, kind of a, big deal but well, if i recommend people buy it now because the went down so if people are
1: smart just buy it now
0: buy the drop going to go up uh yeah um uh, so anything exciting going on uh other than michael where are you at today you're you're at a conference going on
2: yeah los angeles uh hotel investment conference called alice so it kicks off in a few hours it's still rather early over here but
0: uh looking forward to it Right on. A little early for, uh, what are you normally in Eastern time or central? Uh, central. Okay. Well, it's only two hours, so you'll be fine. It's like having a newborn baby. You just wake up early out of control (laughs) that you don't have. So. How how do
1: you know, bro? Come on. You're the only one without kids.
0: Hey, I got 11 nieces and nephews. I raised those mother. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All good. Okay. So, uh, before we get too distracted and off track, uh, we have a couple exciting things. So we do have sub-sponsors uh, from the NFT uh, purchase, and then we are dropping a new one. But then we also have a couple segments to hit uh, for What's With the Noise, as well as Startup of the Week. Um, and so if we're ready, I think we'll go with the Startup of the Week. We'll have Michael Rod- or Golden uh, close us out with What's With the Noise and then um, bring on our guest today because we're going to go into investing after a post-Airbnb IPO. Uh, as a topic so it's gonna be really good you guys ready yep okay here we go
1: good morning the start of the week is spark and why i select them because actually last week last uh, tuesday i was moderating the startup competition of the world tourism forum Was amazing. Also, on Wednesday, I was speaking on stage. There was an amazing competition of 12 startups in the travel space and tourism space. Spark was one of the winners, and they're actually uh, disrupting the way of valet parking. So, they're really automating the way you can actually book valet parking, also making this whole process more easier and seamless and increasing the customer experience. So, the guys at Spark, well done, actually, and uh, amazing, nice guys. Perfect pitch. So, uh, yeah, I think a bright uh, future in front of them. So, congrats again um so it was amazing to see actually the, the disruption in the startups a lot of impact startups there as well so also the organization of the world tourism forum well well done um later this, this week as well i'm uh, doing something else i'm going to speak about in the in, here in dubai in the Emirates academy uh, owned by jumeirah i'm going to speak about the ota landscape so uh, always nice to share a bit my insights and uh, just make the other OTAs a bit uh, less good thank you <laughs>
2: So this past week, we saw our second short-term rental operator IPO in the past 60 days. So this is a really good sign for the short-term rental folks uh, looking and trying to figure out how to get an exit. There's a couple of uh, proof points that, that you can follow and, and uh, hopefully the market can rebound. It's been a tough week for everybody, but congrats to saunder and, uh, and Picasa as well. But, Saunders IPO debuted last week and it uh it's held pretty steady.
0: Yeah, it's uh interesting to see how many more are going to pop up uh or at least work towards that direction of, you know, IPO. Uh yeah.
2: it it plays perfectly into the topic of today cuz you know Airbnb led the way of IPOing about 12 months ago, 13 months ago. And since then, there's just been an absolute enormous flood of capital into short-term rentals, especially Uh, travel more broadly, but short-term rentals in particular. And there's a number of raises that are not yet public that are pretty massive that will be out soon. So uh, I will welcome Justin today. Uh,
0: Justin... I do have to say, actually, we'll let you introduce Justin and then uh, we do have to get to a, a quick sponsor message before we bring on our awesome guest. But go ahead, you can do the introduction.
2: Let's, let's just cut to
0: it. Cut to it? Hit
3: sponsor.
0: Okay. We'll hit the sponsor first, then we'll welcome Justin. All right. Bye.
3: Meet Breezeway, the leading platform for property care and cleaning operations, built to coordinate, communicate, and verify all the work done at each property so you can deliver a better experience to guests and owners breezeway syncs your property data and reservations into one user-friendly dashboard taking the guesswork out of scheduling jobs to the right person at the right time teams in the field use mobile checklists to get their work done letting you monitor issues and progress in real time giving you confidence that every job is done right and every property is clean, well-maintained and ready. Smart tools to make complex work much easier. Best of all, Breezeway integrates with dozens of PMS systems and IoT devices so you can optimize your property service programs without switching the systems you already use. Nice. Breezeway has an entire messaging platform too for texting automated service updates, communicating with guests and residents, and offering additional services like extended stays. Delivering quality property care and service is challenging. Breezeway has you covered each step of the way with tools like detailed owner reporting, safety inspections, and inventory tracking. You'll drive more service revenue, save thousands on operation costs, and boost client satisfaction. It's time to power your property care with Breezeway. Go to Breezeway.io to learn more.
0: Freezeway.io forward slash GMH. Now you can introduce our awesome guest. All right. So without further
2: ado, Justin was number 13 at Airbnb, and he lives by a motto of just say yes. So looking forward to to diving in what that means.
0: So just say yes, is that why he joined the podcast? Is because he's he's like, just say yes. Ask him. Bring him on. Let's welcome our awesome guest, Justin. Welcome, Justin. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, gentlemen. Good morning. How are y'all? Good morning. We are good. How uh how's Miami? Is it sunshiny and, and super warm or
4: it's sun it's sunshine, it's a bit cold. I had to bring the flowers in. Um
2: I know I iguanas walking, falling out
4: of trees. Yeah, right. Exactly. Iguanas are falling. I almost had a uh, a fit walking the dogs last night. I, I got three layers on. I'm still freezing. So um, I'm one of those guys <laughs> now, I guess.
1: You're from Chicago. You don't have a kimono. Yeah, you don't <laughs> have a kimono or something which you can put on to be warm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do the full the bear suit, you know.
4: Um, but yeah, yeah, I guess I lost that. Uh, I guess I lost that the Chicago bit about me. I'm soft. I'm soft now down here. Um, but yeah, it's great. Um, been here for about a year and uh, just just still soaking it all in.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for joining us on the show. It's a a rare opportunity to get you know employee number thirteen at Airbnb to to get to join us. Uh, you know that now that you're so big, uh, you know compared to to where we are with uh, Good Morning Hospitality. So it's a, it's a great honor to have you on. Um, and I know wow, we're gonna, thank you. to, uh, to, to your story. So give us a little bit of background, you know, just kind of maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, when, um, joining Airbnb, you know, what were you expecting? Did you think it was going to be such a big company to, to where you are today, uh, after the IPO and, uh, kind of your current adventures?
4: Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and first thing, I just want to thank Breezeway, our sponsor here as well, um, for the, uh, the, the great suite of services that they provide, um. And, and, the help that they have here for, for good morning hospitality.
0: Um, I'm so yeah, data.
4: so my story without, without droning on too much, um, it was, it was really one of those sort of, you know, by chance things, right. Where a friend of a friend had this opportunity for this, this crazy company that was, you know, letting strangers rent other strangers homes. Um, which even now it still seems like a, a, just kind of completely off base, you know, but, um, but yeah the, the the just say yes mantra that I've, I've tried to have um both you know personally and professionally right and living this life is is just kind of you know take these opportunities as they come um and and yeah started doing work you know nights and weekends in addition to my full-time job i was i was in downtown chicago at the time and um and just trying to really kind of figure out you know where i was where i was leading you know in terms of uh, my professional career and and, and this opportunity, and, and it, it turned into, you know, calling hosts very early on and trying to get them to accept their pending reservation requests, right, just right off a spreadsheet, Brian would send to, to myself and my good friend and and, uh, and former colleague, and eventually turned into something full time, I started working um, remotely doing customer support and community growth out of out of Asia, just kind of globe trying around the world, kind of living that dream, right. Um, and eventually led a lot of things there at Airbnb. Stayed around ten years or so um, until we we eventually cracked the cracked the bottle on the hole and and saw it um, go to IPO after a crazy, you know, six to twelve months prior with COVID, right? Where it was um, it was one of these things, and we're seeing now with with Decasa and, and Sonder in um, their IPOs, um, relatively successful at least they they got them out the door. But you know, at, at a point. It was it was almost unsure if Airbnb was gonna even survive uh COVID and, and we had to do quite a bit of things in terms of, you know, workforce and and taking some some hard loans from some some private equity banker types, right? Just to he keep starts. the lights on. Yeah. <laughs> um but um but you know, Brian, uh again, all all credit to him and and the executive team for for kind of just, you know, leading us out of the dark and and to where we are now.
2: Awesome. Well, we we want to get into some of the good stories, Justin. What what's a story about Brian that uh, your average person doesn't know? So, um,
4: so Brian, he's he was he, he's he's interesting, right? He's he's a little bit different than your your prototypical Bay Area Silicon Valley tech um, startup uh, founder guy so he's i think he's from upstate new york right he like played hockey um and he actually was a former bodybuilder and so there's some there's some pictures online he's probably tried to scrub them from the internet right because he's all oiled up (laughs) yeah um he was like he did competitions right at one point um and so he um he had like a, a spare fridge in the office that was strictly for muscle milk. (laughs) <laughs> and so it was just like constantly getting you know, with muscle <laughs> milk it's like a that's like a running joke um and he would actually in his pursuit of protein and I don't know this is a, this is like the funny story and it sort of became um you know one of these things that's been passed down but um but that he would actually keep a steak pocket steak is what it was called so that throughout the day um in between meals right he would have like this you know in plastic it wasn't just like grease dripping into his pants he would have a steak with him throughout the day to just sort of munch like a snickers bar or something when he when he felt like his his levels were getting too low um so he's i mean he's not enough protein
2: in the system
4: <laughs> yeah exactly He needs more protein um but but yeah you know he's uh he's maintained that i don't, I don't think he's um Doing the professional weightlifting um, still on the on the competition circuit, you know. Obviously, he's he's got a lot of time in the office, but um, he's still a strong dude. I mean, a very strong skater as well.
0: So you see some of the pictures uh, on the the press releases, especially now that he's going to be traveling in Airbnbs for two weeks at a time and working remote and doing all this stuff. Like, he still looks pretty jacked. Like he's got some like he's wearing those tight shirts <laughs> where he looks pretty pretty ripped. So it's like all right, all right, Brian. See you. See you. Coming in clutch.
4: Exactly. It's crazy. Exactly. It's crazy. Um,
1: During,
0: but the... What do you
4: think
1: is one of the most, the most important things that actually have the success of Airbnb? Some people say okay, it was the Greg list and they saw this this huge growth when they started posting there. What do you think was in, in the early stage actually what made the big difference in the, in the success of Airbnb? Yeah, I think
4: early on it was, you know, in, in any successful company, especially to the level of success at Airbnb, um, was able to achieve it. It really does require strong leadership, right? And you hear that, and and it's it sort of just becomes a, a mantra, right? It's that it's, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what that is, but but seeing Brian and going to kind of working back from the COVID time, right, where you know everything that he had built and and Brian and Joe as well, and and everything that they had built had a chance of crashing down, but he refused. He he maintained his the vision he maintained you know his his positivity and just like a steadfastness i think that that was really that that you look to right when when the when the ship is sinking and people are looking at the captain right and and his sort of demeanor i think um you know kind of tells the story and and it kind of informs the others you know how they need to be acting and so i think there was multiple times throughout you know especially the 10 years and And even I joined in 2010, right, there was quite a bit of, they called it the trough of sorrow, right, through 2008, where they would have a a, a blip and and something would be working and they would get some, you know, some traction on some things. And then immediately they would they would go back down in terms of their revenue and and their user and growth and everything. Um, So just the ability to and and I think it it almost kind of comes from his, you know, the upstate New York upbringing, right? He's just got this sort of bullheaded mentality. That oftentimes i would question too right you know I'm, I'm working on things and 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 he would have some proclamations and and i was on the short-term rental sort of vacation rental team as well and there was a lot of back and forth whether you know we wanted to work with professionals right at airbnb and 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 eventually we sort of you know kind of blazed this path that allowed the company to continue to grow continue to hire continue to find more sort of verticals throughout um, you know, not only you know people staying in strangers' homes in urban markets, but also in vacation rental towns off the beaten path and everything that has actually served us very well in a post-COVID
1: world, too. But you do some investments, right, Justin? So then you're looking also focusing on the founding team, I think is one of the most important ingredients for being successful while you're doing some investments. Do you particularly look at the space or do you looking really at the founding team? Or what is for you always important if you do an investment now?
4: Yeah. So for me, um, and I'm, I'm early in my investing career as well. So, um, so I'm still learning, um, in terms of, you know, what makes a great company and, 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 you know, I haven't had any, any exits yet apart from Airbnb, I guess in my portfolio, but again, early on, um, I heard that was a good one though,
2: right? Like
4: that was, yeah, that was, um, that worked out well. That was a good use of my time, I suppose, for, for 10 years. Um, I could have been, you know, putzing around on a lot of other stuff. Um, but for me, the founding team, yes, extremely important, right? Um, and and I mean, that's you hear that a lot, right? With you know larger funds, you know, that they say that they don't invest in companies, right? They invest in founders, um, and so it's when you have this kind of you find these these type of of individuals that are very special, right? It's almost like they can they can do anything, right? And and they can be successful in whatever they, path that they choose. Um, and so to find these people that, that have this type of mentality, this, this, you know, always win mentality, I think is, is huge. And, and, and separately from that too, it's, it's, um, you know, for me more in the due diligence is, is kind of, I try to understand what is the, the tech that's, that's involved, right? That's, that's, you know, people can come up with all these kind of crazy ideas, right? But what is, what is that aspect that makes it, something special something's somebody's going to make people's lives easier someone's going to be able to make people more money or, or do things more effectively right and, and the technology that they're building around that um coupled with that 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 founder vision i think is that's that's really where you try to get the two data points um for a successful company
2: i mean i i think if anything if airbnb taught us anything it's that branding can get you so far like airbnb's tech I don't know it from the inside but i can't imagine it's any better or worse than expedio or booking but the branding that, that airbnb was able to pull off uh,
4: yeah 100 um and i'm sure some of the viewers are familiar with the airbnb platform as well as some of the other you know pms and the softwares you know airbnb has a uh, still has a ton of ways to go um in terms of that right but to your point yeah absolutely the branding has been able to, you know, it became a verb, right? A noun, a verb. I'm going to go Airbnb and the Airbnb my place, right? Which is, um, is crazy. And and again, that was going back to, I mean, I remember slides from like 2012. And you know, it sounds kind of like, uh, like you know, the HBO show, right? But he would be like,
1: Apple, Nike, Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> Well, true. you should look at this okay. first project, right? This AirBet and Breakfast, old search for the first project of Airbnb. It's yeah. amazing. They were,
2: and yeah. I think they, yeah.
1: they need some branding after this. They quite, did quite well. Where, were you there Airbnb during was? the Obama
2: O's, Justin? No,
1: no, that, that predated me just
4: a bit. Um, that was during one of their trough of sorrow um, times that I discussed, right? Where they were like, you know trying to figure out, I think they were like maxing their credit cards out. I mean, they were renting their apartment that was also serving as their headquarters, right? The Rouse Street, San Francisco apartment where it, where it all kind of got started. Um, and it's funny now because Brian, when we see, you mentioned the tweet, right, where he's living on Airbnb. Now he did this in 2012. People don't remember this. Yeah. He actually did this in 2012, not, not as a branding exercise, but actually because physically they needed to make his room into like an engineering office for people to actually do work. So he was forced out at that point. <laughs> um funny enough. But but uh but yeah, it worked then and it's gonna it's gonna work now, I think too. So uh so, yeah.
2: what, what do you think the biggest implications post IPO are? Like legitimacy of the, the segment as a whole, freeing up capital, driving a lot of And institutional investors in the space really creating its own category, subcategory. Like Fundrise has been buying multifamily buildings. But last week we talked about there's four or five companies doing a Fundrise version of just vacation rentals.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the model has been you know, for sure validated in terms of, you know, a market fit, you know, I think after COVID, you know, people were, is you know, asking the question, is travel dead, right? One of those things where are people going to want to leave their house? And I think overwhelmingly, and, and we see it now, of course, right? It's like, yes, this is something that, you know, it's, it's one of these sort of basic human elements where it's like, yes, I need to get out, I need to go somewhere, and whether that's trotting around in a city staying in someone's apartment or you know booking a hilton or you're going off to you know a a ski chalet or something like that right it can be anywhere do anything um but that people people you know crave that experience too and so you know in the in the ever never-ending search for yield for for some of these institutional investor types right they're seeing this as an opportunity where you know these these spaces um you know, can be leveraged in a different way, can be tweaked, can apply a certain level of, of technology, right? That allows them to to kind of be utilized in, in a different way, and and I think that that, you know, especially after COVID, right? Which was, I mean, I feel like the ultimate test. Um, at this point, just going to continue to grow, um, and then continue to kind of find new models and new ways to 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 effectively, you know, let people do short-term
1: rentals, whether it's on the supply or the demand side.
0: Yeah. You Is there something
1: if, you would do differently if you look back at the years? It's okay, if, if they said, Justin, um, you're going to be a new CEO after Brian decided in 2012 to quit. And it's like, okay, you're going to be a new one. What would you do differently? Um,
4: well, I, I, again, I found myself every time I maybe, you know, butted heads. Um, ideologically with brian right I'm, I'm a kind of a more of a pro business guy right if i can if i can say you know and so a lot of the decisions i felt like maybe were were not in that spirit um as it turns out over the long term they were the right decisions. that's why he is the ceo that's why he is you know um got a lot more zeros in his bank account than i do which is fine um but i i think for me and 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 just because I was always working more on the the supply side, on the host side, right, and I was hearing these stories, and I was, you know, very close, you know, intimately working with with a lot of these individuals, businesses too, right? Is um, is is I would would have maybe, and still have an opportunity to kind of make more concessions to the host, right, to the actual operators, to the businesses that are doing the work that are ultimately. You know i mean it's simple in its core you just have to have the home make it happy people have a nice day and then you clean it you flip it and then you know you, you allow it to, to be rented for the next guest you know and so you know it's simple there's a ton that goes into it obviously i was a host on airbnb for a while so i you know <laughs> changed bed sheets and and scrubbed and mopped the toilets and all this and that right um but I think, you know, as much work as, as the hosts and the owners and the operators do, I feel like, you know, we, we can definitely do more for them. And just in terms of building different technology or, or just making different decisions with them in mind, um, I, I think. And, and you saw that in COVID, too, where, where a lot of these things were refunded, right? The guests were refunded, but ultimately that came out of the pocket of the hosts. Mm-hmm. um and i felt like there was there was definitely some mistakes made around that
0: yeah i was gonna say not, not to go into that topic but it's more or less of you know i was going to ask you about branding and how that kind of decision really impacted the brand in the sense of you know airbnb is a verb everyone says i'm staying in an airbnb or i have an airbnb whatever it may be uh, but you know in that in that long-term run it was a it was a devastating point like a lot of hosts and property managers were like what the you know that I just lost all control of my, my business in the sense of, you know, can I reschedule guests instead of refunding and all this other stuff? Right. Like, right. Yeah. So, um, anyways, well, it's very, uh, very interesting and just, it's, it's cool to hear from like the insights perspective as you as like, that that's not just like a decision that wasn't brought up or thought about in, in the long run. Um, so
2: a- as an investor now, Justin, yeah. First of all, how many pitches have you heard that say we are the Airbnb of? (laughs) (laughs) And secondly, what is the next Airbnb? What segment? I have a a follow-up after that too. So
0: just so that way. Okay.
2: Um,
4: Yeah. So I think. yeah, the Airbnb of, the Uber of, or the X of, I feel like is is definitely a bit of a, a played out, um, you know, elevator pitch that, that people are still kind of, you know, going to the well for that. Um, but, you know, it makes sense, right? And, and it's, you know, if you want something that's, you know, bite-sized, easily digestible, um, you know, I, th- I think that that, that makes sense. Um, in terms of, I mean, there's a lot going on. I'm not the most technically savvy. Um, but I feel like, and not to use a buzzword, please forgive me, but <laughs> you know, this idea of the metaverse, right? Um, wh- what, does that mean? I still don't really know. Um,
2: <laughs> you should have wanted to start that- a few weeks ago. We had a guy Frap. come on, Luca, come and explain it all to us. All right. I'll plug that in next. Um,
4: <laughs> but how does that affect travel? Right. And is it going to be one of those things that ultimately, you know, is like the, the travel killer where people are just going to strap on the Oculus and from there they can go to Venice and they can go to South America and they can do, I don't think so. Um, I think that the human experience, you know, again, is, is one of those things that it's, it's almost impossible to, to replicate. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but somehow folding it in to the overall experience, right? I think that there's going to be a lot of opportunity to, to give people, you know, the chance to, to, to maybe you know, take, a, take a preview, even something simple like that, right? Like, you know, the, um, the Matterport with the cameras, right? Maybe kind of incorporating some of that into your, your, your kind of search phase, right, where you're looking at homes or something. Like that doesn't seem like too far of a, of a gap for me right now. Um, as opposed to like the dystopian, you know, just sitting in the corner of your room, just like you know, I don't know what you're doing, just like smelling, you know, the the forests, and and now I'm here, and you know, I I don't think that that's maybe you're right going with it,
2: like but. bath salts or something since you live in Florida. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
0: exactly,
4: it's more on brand out here for sure.
0: Well, I have a quick okay. question in the sense of. Um, <laughs> for for you so you're you're in a venture fund now you you're you're going into the investment side of uh of you know not being a an operator or an employee you're really going to be looking for the next airbnb quote unquote of whatever uh whatever segment mm-hmm. or business but are you guys only looking at the short term rental and hospitality space and travel in general or are you guys really looking outside of any other sector um that that might be you know up and coming
4: yeah um right now um for for me and, and the fund is very new um and so employee one of one right now which is exciting <laughs> yeah, um really but, exciting. but i think yeah yeah it's um but i think you know kind of leveraging my experience in travel and hospitality right it's something that i can you know i can i can grasp i can wrap my head around it so it's something i feel comfortable investing in um you know marketplaces the two-sided marketplace right once i the, the light bulb for me with airbnb was when i realized you could actually rent out your extra bedroom and make money and you get a direct deposit in your bank account right it was it was like it became very real to me then and that's that's um that's something i think that you know um can apply you know across different uh verticals right not only travel um but then just you know a lot of kind of consumer tech stuff too right again things that are like beyond me are the machine learning ai Mm -hmm. you know rocket science type stuff biotech you know let let the the real brainiacs figure that out um and you know i'll just kind of hover around in this in this travel hospitality sector and and you know maybe maybe take a a couple valences off of that um but but i
2: think your favorite um, investment to date
4: so um I think I knew yes, one that yeah, you actually uh again, this was a just say yes moment for me, right, where Michael invited me to a you know an early breakfast out he was visiting south beach and and it had been a while since we had crossed paths in person and um and so I was like, yeah, sure I'll come out and, and and have a breakfast and a coffee with you and and you told me about this this company lifehouse, right, which I had been familiar with previously um that there was an opportunity to invest and and the team that was going to be leading the new investment right um which i don't know if they're i think they're public right right um former thayer guys and and Uh and now yeah now derive um which is just a couple of really smart dudes um very very you know intimately knowledgeable about the travel and hospitality sector um and and what they're doing at lifehouse right it's beyond just this branded hotel um you know that sounds great but it's it's the back end it's a technology that they built that allows them to and when you see the numbers right again i'm not a banker i'm not a math guy but just you know almost overnight when they when they kind of you know start to utilize this technology at these relatively underperforming Mm -hmm. um hotel units um you know it's insane right and so it's it's you know that for me is is very easy to understand um you know everything from food and beverage to bookings to 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 that whole side of things that people don't see right they're they're adding a ton of value on that um, the team is is super sharp and um, and yeah I mean I was able to to get in with with tiger um, and booking.com as some other investors as well so um, so that gave me a little bit of uh, you know validation at least right that Sure. Um smarter people than me had looked at this mm-hmm.
1: and, and kind of given it the stamp. <laughs>
0: That's awesome. That's
1: awesome. Well, I just if you look at the predictions we did, one of the predictions is that the Airbnb is offering a subscription this year. So for the guest. So uh, I still think it's gonna happen in two thousand twenty two. What do you think? They will do it? I mean, I think
4: we've, I don't know. I was asking for gift cards, I feel like, for like five years before they rolled them out. And it was always like something with legal or something. I'm like, dude, how does all these companies have gift cards in Walgreens and, and CVS and just on the thing, you know, and Airbnb can't. So we did that. Um, the thing that we've been trying to get internally was pushing, and again, I was more on the host side, but um is maybe like like a subscription or like a frequent flyer type of program right i mean these hotels have these you know these these massive programs right that really you know it makes people very brand allegiant yeah exactly um and so you know the fact that we don't have something to to kind of encourage um people to, to use Airbnb to stay Airbnb to, you know, if if, if you know stay ten nights, get the nine nine ten nine or something, right? Simple stuff like that. Um, I feel like is is a huge gap and it allows the brand to continue to grow too, right? Um, you know, like I'm a Bonvoy Boy guy on Marriott now. Um they tell Brian, but you know it's <laughs> like I just go to the Bonvoy Boy app, I'm like where what, what hotels are around? You, you know, be a Life House thing.
2: guy now, Justin. Yeah, I'm
4: should a life, house life guy now. Shoot. <laughs> um you can be both it's okay. exactly well, yeah exactly we're still adding supply in, in some markets with Lifehouse, yeah. but um but yeah i think that i think that that's something that that I, I i believe is on their roadmap but you know things change quickly at airbnb as as i'm as i know
0: yeah for sure go ahead golden you look like you have a question
2: well yeah i'm ready we transition into do we want to do a uh uh whose brand or do we want to go into rapid fire first?
0: Let's do rapid fire and then we'll do whose brand is it anyway.
2: All right. I'll lead lead the way on the rapid fire. All right, Justin, it's uh just one word answers. We'll we'll hit you with a a slew of questions and we'll just go around the horn. All right. When's the last time you booked on Airbnb? Last time I booked on Airbnb. I was in
4: Dalston in London in November lovely little spot up there yes it's local (laughs) it's cool man it's like you know you get to really experience it i got the local indonesian coffee down the road um oh okay um yeah that was an airbnb booking so i enjoyed that stay
2: when's the last time you booked on verbo
4: verbo i've never booked on (laughs) verbo all right
2: um cocktail or beer
4: oh my god well you know i'm a seasonal guy so it depends you know if i'm out on the boat you know obviously throw me a cold one um you know if i'm at a dinner or something they have all these nice cocktails maybe i'll try one of those or something like that i think i if i had to pick beer
2: beach or mountain beach
0: All right, my brain's a little slow this morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, taco-
1: tacos
2: or pizza?
4: Ooh, tacos. I'm a Texas guy at my core, so I love
1: tacos. More fun Miami or San Francisco? Miami, 100%. 100%. Castles or design hotels?
4: Oh, castles, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Audi or Porsche?
4: Oh, um, God, that's shift. funny. Um, Porsche. I, I, Porsche is like the classic, like all driving car, but I've been poking my head around and looking at some of these used R8s, right? The Audi like supercar, you can get one for like 80 or 90. They're not hard, they're not out of the range, I feel like, you know. I mean, I'm not gonna have to ask. My parents, for some money, probably, um, you know, take out an expensive loan. But but it's got like a Lamborghini motor, which is cool. Um, yeah. And my fiance drives an Audi as well. So we're kind of like an Audi gang here at, at home, I would have to say.
0: Uh, podcast or YouTube?
4: Podcast, 100%. I don't even watch YouTube links when people send them. Honestly, I can't. I can't.
0: Awesome. Good answer.
2: Early stage or late stage, what's what was more fun at Airbnb?
4: Well, early stage was way more fun. Thankfully I joined after they had secured some funding as well. So we were out of the trough of sorrow and we were just kind of running around, very close-knit group. Um, you know, made some some lifelong friends there. Um And someone like me was able to come in and kind of just, you know, run amok, right, and start building teams and launching initiatives and stuff like that, too, where, you know, if I'd have tried that, you know, now um, people might have been like, who are you? Why are you coming in? Um, So I I would say early stage. But if you go earlier than that, and there's no money in the bank, then it becomes a bit scarier um, if you're not getting paid. So that's the one
2: caveat. Favourite country you visited? Favourite country? Um, one word rapid fire. Netherlands.
0: Where? Good answer. Good answer.
1: Um, Big or small wedding? Traditional.
0: What's traditional? (laughs) Oh, wait, 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 what what were my choices? (laughs) Big or a small wedding?
4: (laughs) Um, I'm gonna go middle. How about that?
2: Okay, you're a contrarian, aren't you, Justin?
4: No, no, no. I'm just like a follow the road, run of the mill, you know, don't get out
2: That's, of line. I'm, I'm
1: good. America. One more, are you gonna buy, buy our NFT? <laughs>
2: yes, what's well, the I... favorite thing you've said yes
0: to? Good question.
2: Um, well, that
4: breakfast was great. Michael, again, thank you for inviting me. Um, I think you know, without going too far off course, it was it was the beginning, right? The Airbnb, right? Just say yes to to making these weird calls on Saturday and Sunday when I had no idea what I was even doing um, or what he would even turn into. And and you know, obviously, that was a definitely one of those one of those moments in time that you just kind of look back and say, "Wow, that that really that really was a fork in the road."
0: I have a, I have a new, there's probably a new yes opportunity coming in for you. I heard of this, you know, really cool media startup company that's in the podcast hospitality space. You'll I'll have to tell you all about them. They're really great, but um, I'm excited
4: to hear, Will. Yeah. Let's, let's connect offline on that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, well, we do have a segment now that we're done with the rapid fire uh, to wrap up the episode. We, uh, have you heard of the show? I'll, I hope you have. Uh whose line is it anyways, where where they guess, you know, they do all the skits and stuff sure, like
4: that. Sure, sure. Drew Drew Carey, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: of yeah So we created a little segment called Whose Brand Is It Anyways? Because there's a couple massive hotel chains that have just so many brands underneath uh their name, whether it's Marriott Hilton, uh Core, you name it. They they have so many brands. So we have a little segment we like to play where we're gonna put uh, a logo without its main company brand, and we're all gonna guess one by one, no hands, no searching. Uh, Anything else uh, on Google, and we're gonna we're gonna guess, and then whoever gets the closest, you know, if you, Justin, how about this? If you guess this right, I will send you our newest NFT for free with the hoodie. Uh, You won't won't even have to put. Yeah, it'll be it'll be epic. All right, so here we go. Whose brand is it anyway? If if
2: anyone, yeah, I just I'm terrible at this, Justin. I I think I in ten weeks I probably hit one.
0: Undas Undaz. Hilton. Right. That's your guess. Hilton.
2: Ross. Ross,
0: your He's hand. Your I,
2: I hate you. I hate
0: you. Okay. And uh, Golden.
2: I'm going to go with Justin's from Chicago, and so is Hyatt. So I'm going to go with
0: Hyatt. All right. Well, uh, it's about damn time uh, Michael Golden got one right, because that's actually... <laughs> so- <laughs> yeah, we'll give him a little bit of a...
2: This is going to be a great week. I just can feel it already, you know? Maybe I'll get in the lottery. Perfect. See what-
0: justin just because you you gave it a good shot and you, you jumped right in i'll still send you a, a, an nft we'll we'll get you all hooked up with all the the swag i'll even throw in a coffee mug you know give you the give you the perfect thank you Will. The, the best <laughs> welcome from good morning <laughs> it's awesome well um i would love to give any of our listeners one quick place that they can find you learn more about who justin is maybe more about your venture fund anything that you want to send them to what's the number one link you want to give anybody listening today?
4: Um, yeah. So my email and, and my website's just Justin at inkwell ventures.com. Okay. Um, so there's, there's not much on there. Um, but, but you know, I'm, I'm on there, uh, you know, every day, check my email. If anyone has any opportunities, good deals, allocations, NFTs, I can buy, you know, send me the link, <laughs> spam me, whatever you got. Um, happy to look at a deck and you know i'm just saying yes out here right
0: so so
2: uh a founder's dream
0: (laughs) it's awesome okay well thank you so much justin for joining us all the way from miami cold miami today and uh giving us a lot of insight you you covered a lot from airbnb and and your story and your journey so we appreciate the exclusive uh features and uh you know, Brian should be very thankful that we didn't show the picture of him uh, bodybuilding and, and all oiled up. <laughs> we did find it on the back end, but, uh, you know. Can we a- create
1: NFT from it? <laughs> I think we can.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> too good. But thank you so much. And uh, everyone who's watched uh, on the live, uh, thank you for watching in. And then, of course, anyone listening on the audio side, uh, we'll see you all again next week.